This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. just like to welcome everyone to Radio K Pulpit. This is Alana Willifier and my program is called Body Matters, where everybody in the body of Christ matters. Today I've got a really a special guest all the way from Paketburg and it's Erin Null and I'm going to um, have a telephone conversation with her and she's a pastor of a church and her ministry is called Who Am I VSEC. And we're going to be discussing the topic of Who Am I, which is linked to identity. So hi, Erin. I just want to welcome you to Radio K Pulpit. How are you? Hi, Alana. I'm very well. Thank you for having me. It's such a privilege and I'm so excited to be here today and sharing about this topic. Now, Masa, I'm excited to have you. Erin, um, I just want you to just share a little bit with the listeners just about yourself, your ministry work that you've been involved in. Yeah, just to, to, to share a little bit about who you are. Right. Great. A bit about myself. Right. Who I am is I am the daughter of my Father in heaven. I am saved and redeemed by grace. And I'm called to proclaim the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever he calls me. My name is Erin Nell, and I live on a table grape farm in Piketberg with my husband and my two kids and my dogs and a lot of geese. I am an author for the kingdom, and I'm passionate. And I do get excited about this. That is why I know that God has given me a passion for this. I'm so excited and passionate about people stepping into their true identity and God-given purpose. And this is basically for people finding their calling that God has ordained them, even before they were born. And the ministry has been running for about three years, where I started teaching small groups and then bigger groups on identity and other topics that the Holy Spirit has put on my heart. Um, And the same with you, Alana, as being a radio presenter, you love people. And I love meeting new people and hearing their stories. And I think that's the same with you. Yes, definitely. I I just love seeing people click about Mm. who they are and about their God-ordained calling and then grabbing it and just going for it. So this all started um, with a book that I've written in 2017 about identity called VHS, as you have rightly explained. And it, I have just published the English translation about two months ago. Oh, that's amazing. All, yes, it's God's timing is just perfect. It all started with a word given to me by prophets Corrie and Anton Smith. I don't know if you are familiar yes, with them. Yes, I know Corrie and Anton very well. I've been yes, to their I'm, church before. Very prophetic. Um, they're yes. just an amazing couple. Indeed. I think they are from Kingdom GPS is their ministry name. Yes, that's right. So they visited our church um, in 2017, but no one except my husband knew about this passion for writing. Um, And this might be funny, but I did write little mini novels at school when I was about Mm. grade two. Sure. So you've always Um, had quite quite a passion for writing then. Yes. But I just thought it was like a liking, uh, a phase that was going to Mm. pass. And all of my friends in the grade started reading it. And believe it or not, there was actually a waiting list at the end of the term for me to give them the books that they could read. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. So once again, God was preparing me without me Mm. even realizing this. And the ministry started basically from the publishing of the book and it flowed into different directions, such as private healing sessions at first. Um, And then I was invited to speak at conferences and women's group. And I started ministering at a local school, which I absolutely love. And then we also started a women's group on the farm. And we also do small worship sessions on the farm, and it's open to everyone where everyone is welcome. And then another thing... Erin, what is your church? What is your church? Sorry to interrupt you there. What what church are are you? The Um, name of your church? 
powerhouse to keep that. Okay, okay. Sorry, I just wanted to get that out there. Right. Um, we started an identity box ministry outreach um, that I started together with nine other amazing women. And we're giving out parcels and necessities and a small booklet on identity. And then we embark on a journey with these and teens and women to walk and understand and just getting into their walk with the Lord mm. regarding their identity. And another thing um, I quickly want to mention that I have a passion for, and I, I really get super excited, and this is linked with identity, is that I sometimes teach on the redemptive gifts that we find in Romans 12. Yeah, that is and so me, awesome, the, the redemptive gifts. I have someone actually who elaborated a bit on that, which is so powerful. It is such a liberating um, thing to have, to liberate mm. people from limiting themselves mm. about who they are. I think that goes hand in hand with identity. I don't know if you would agree with this. I, I definitely agree with it because I always feel that your gift your gifting is part of your calling. And that is, again, in return, your identity. You know, your identity in Christ, but also your calling in Christ goes hand in hand with your redemptive gifts. Indeed. I cannot agree with you more. I see it as something of a supplementary knowledge to um, identity. As it's, it basically cements with your gifting, how God has put you together uniquely for yes. his kingdom. Then the last thing I want to mention is um, I'm busy writing another book, but this is more like a novel book um, with a complimentary journal going with it that goes a bit deeper, um, touching on intimacy. It's called The Garden, A Journey oh, wow. into Intimacy. Uh, and I'm... Mm. I, I am excited about this because I'm in way over my head here, really. <laughs> Luckily, God, no God knows what he's doing. And this book is taking the, the reader deeper into a journey of discovering the okay. character of Jesus and God as the Father. Sure. Because people, we tend to forget that Jesus was also a human being with emotions and friends and siblings. And he has such an amazing character. And he's funny, he's clever, he's witty, he's meek, mm -hmm. and his love is out of this world. And I'm always deeply touched while I'm writing this book. And this is what I want to get out there with this book. And, and identity is basically forming the, ident uh, the foundation for going deeper into God's things. And tell me, Erin, when, when do you think you'll be finished with this new book that you're busy with? To be honest, I have no idea <laughs> because God has given me a framework and I don't even know exactly how this book is going mm -hmm. to end. I, I know this is how he works with me. I cannot control it. Um, he, I write as he leads. Yes. And for me, it's exciting, but it's nerve wracking. I, I do understand a little bit about that because I have also written a book, but, you know, I was, I, I've, I haven't published it or anything yet. It's just something that God had laid in my heart. And just when I think it's finished, I get a new brainwave. Then I say, oh, I must add this. So it never seems to be complete. So, mm. you know, as God leads you and as you, you grow and you learn new things, you think, oh, I must add this. So it could be quite a process to get this book published um, and you will know when the time is right so yeah yes. it sounds amazing I'm looking forward to that thank you so am I I have to say <laughs> I just love the journey now that is amazing so Erin tell us a little bit more about your book Who Am I vs Ek and what right. inspired you to write this book thank you for this question um, vs Ek I think people misunderstand because a lot of people ask me, is this book about you? And I would say no. Um, this is about partly about who we are, but who we are in him, who he is. Because we can only be complete if we are in him. So the journey of this book is really a testimony in itself of how God uses really the foolish things in the world to do his will. 
Mm-hmm. And all you need to do, as, as you will know yourself with writing your book, is just to be willing. Yes. In spite of your fear or your lack of training as a writer. And it was really inspired by a prophetic word that was just what was needed to ignite mm. what God has already started. Sure. Um, can I just share... Um, can I just share a prophetic thing on how this journey started quickly? Definitely, we'd love to hear it. Um, before Cory and Anton came, I think a year before that, I had a vision um, where I was standing with Jesus in this huge library. I could see angels moving about on ladders between tall bookshelves. And Jesus spoke to the angels and they walked towards me one by one, literally putting books into my stomach area, wow. basically your spirit man. So they were coming and going and just putting books into me. So when Kari started prophesying over me, the first thing she said was, God put a book inside of you and you know this. Sure. I started crying. I just mm-hmm. started crying. It's as if God is in the detail. He knows us. Yes. And she said, you have to write this. And interestingly, the day before, I just want to show how God works. And this is really an important um, principle. Just the day before, I said to God that I'm going to, to give this passion for writing back to him. Because if it's not for his glory or for his kingdom, then yes. I don't want to do this. Yes. So 12 hours later, Kari came and he affirmed the passion with a prophetic mm. word for me to go and write. Sure, that is amazing. <laughs> and he can just I, knows what he's doing. That yes. is so true. And I, I just want to quickly add to that. I, I, I just want to say that Kari actually gave me the same prophetic word, not exactly in those words, but that I was going to write books and they were going to get published. So I just want to tell you, funny enough, it just I just remembered it's actually Corey that gave me the word too, wow. but it was more for children's books. But anyway, carry on. It just, wow. just came to mind as you were talking. It's like, hmm, I also got my confirmation from her. Okay. It's a little reminder. <laughs> it was wow. a reminder. Anyway, so sorry, carry so, on. It's not about me. It's about you. And she said to me, and I will never forget this. She said, God says you have to get out of the boat. And I instantly knew this is my comfort zone because Peter had to get out of the boat to walk on water. So mm-hmm. we, I, through this journey, I had to learn to trust him. And, and at this point, I want to encourage people that if you have a passion that is from the Lord, trust Him regardless and yes. pursue it. Your obedience will be honored and you will, be, you will not be disappointed. Right. Yeah, that is very true. The book, Why Am, covers a journey from orphan to sonship with topics like spirit, soul, and body that mm-hmm. we find in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 3. Also about how to honor this difficult process um, from getting from where you are to actually finding your identity and why God puts different callings and gifts like we've talked about earlier and dreams in your Mm. heart and what he wants to do with it. Because sometimes we tend to take a dream and we run in a worldly manner with with God's purpose is kingdom. And another crucial thing that Satan really uses against the children of God is comparing ourselves with other people, Um, that we start seeing that we are not good enough. So this book really covers that, um, where we are believing the lies of the devil, contrary to the truth of what the Father says in his word about us. And why we sometimes, especially, I think it's men also, but especially women, and mothers, how we lose ourselves in life as we grow older. That's um, true. Because our priorities change, and we sometimes don't even realize that this is happening. And the, yes. No, I was just going to say, sometimes just being a mother, we've got seasons in our lives, you know, time to raise our kids, but there's always a time that God will set apart for you to do what he's called you to do. Yes, yes. It's a good thing you've touched on that, definitely. And I think sometimes people don't realize that. You think the season keeps on going forever. Mm. Um, and this book just also gives practical things that you can do 
um, actions that you can do to start stepping out in your calling. That's practical, nice practical. hmm, Getting out of that comfort zone and leaving that boat. And this is, and this you can do all because the Holy Spirit leads and guides and comforts us in His amazing love through all of this. So basically, we can just trust God, but sometimes we just find it difficult to do it, especially if the dream is way bigger than we think, than that we can imagine. And then I just want to add, the Father puts the dream inside each and every single one of us for a reason. Because sometimes people tend to think, no, this is just me, or it's not important, or it won't have impact. And as we grow older, we are so faced with jobs and family life and various aspects that need our attention that we slowly start losing ourselves and we're losing the vision that God has for us. Our dreams and passions, what we were destined for, just gets left behind. And God has given us all specific dreams and passions, mm. whether it's writing, you and I, or painting mm. and singing and dancing. And the one thing is not more important than the other. And I would, and I would also, at this point, just want to encourage people. Ask God. His word in Jeremiah 33 says, "My Call on me, and I will tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. So my belief is ask, knock, and seek. Because he has a calling for each and every one of us that only you can answer. Mm. And your, the, the gift, the dream he gave you is not the same dream that he will give the person next to you. And the body of Christ, and that's why I love your program's name, Body Matters. Because the body of Christ matters. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Mm. And The body needs every single child of God to take hold of their God-given dream and their identity and to look past the fear and just move forward in the Lord. And lastly, um, look at how important Joseph's dream was in Genesis 41 and how God even used him to interpret those dreams. And looking at the lives of, say, people like Amy Semple McPherson and Catherine Kuhlman and Billy Graham, they took the dream that God has given them and they, they actually trusted him and put it into action. And this is how I want to live and mm. I want to inspire people how to live. I think that's so powerful what you're saying because, you know, sometimes we think the desires in our hearts is worldly if we are Christians, but God has placed a desire in each one of our hearts and that desire is normally what he places in our hearts. And there's, we've got a natural tendency to draw to certain things. You know, some people are created very arty, other people, you know, we, we all got talents and if we can tap into that talent, um, you know, it says, I think it's in Proverbs, some Proverbs, if I'm not mistaken, that says your gift will bring you before great men. You know, it will open doors wow. for you. And I think that is so powerful. When you run in your gifting, you are the best in that particular area. And um, and that that is that will open doors for you. And that's such an amazing scripture for me. And I think once we find our calling and we can tap into our gifts, it will reestablish our identity in Christ because then we know why we were born, what is our purpose and what we were called for. Indeed, you said it beautifully. So let's let's take a break quickly, Erin, and then we can come and continue this conversation after this. This is Body Matters with Alana Olifir, and my guest is Pastor Erin Null, and we are discussing the topic, Who Am I?, and with the focus on identity. So, Erin, um, just a quick question for interest's sake. Tell us a little bit about the authors and the leaders who inspire you and why. Oh, wow. I am a little bookworm. <laughs> I am one of those... I'm one of those people who read three or four books at the same time. So this is something I'm also very passionate about. One of my favorite, favorite contemporary writers would definitely be Bill Johnson. Okay. I love Bill, yes. He has such gold that he teaches, such wisdom. Mm. I I just 
can't seem to get enough of that. And he's got this um, peaceful, um, solid way of bringing all these wisdom and nuggets to the table. And the amazing revelation that he gets and he shares so clearly. Oh, that is very true. That is true. And you have to listen carefully because it's so deep sometimes that if you don't listen carefully, you miss out on that word. Mm. It's as if it's speaking to your spirit and you, I know exactly what you're saying. Another writer, um, you, I don't know if you actually know about him, is Andres Pisoni. He has written a book um, called Holy Spirit, My Beloved. And I really, I just love the Holy Spirit. And this man um, has a gift of understanding the Spirit in a way that I've never heard before. Um, his book had an immense impact on my life um, because he understands him profoundly and deeply. Sure. It really, it was an amazing book. And I do still want to read um, Good Morning, Holy Spirit about Benny Hinn. I know everybody has read it, basically, except me. <laughs> I haven't read Have it. Have you read I it? I haven't read it, no. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what I'm currently reading is Possessing the Gates. It's, an, it's quite an old book from okay. Cindy Jacobs. Okay. Oh, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, sorry. Okay. And, and then Quantum Fasting by Emerson Farrell. I don't know if you've read mm-hmm. that. But it's good. I'm writing all these names down, so now I know mm-hmm. what to read. <laughs> <laughs> and then Back to Jerusalem. It's about the Chinese persecuted church. Okay. So it's not that the same one that called The Heavenly Man. No, no, no. I've read that one also. Oh, okay. But, so it's um, not the same, the same person. Okay. Um, he he's actually involved in um, the compilation of this book. Okay. But it's not it's not just his story. It's it's broader. Okay. Yes. Because that was an excellent think? book, The Heavenly yeah, Man. That was that was, and that thing um, it hits quite deep. Mm. His book. That's very true. Um, when it comes to to novels, the odd novel, if I do read a novel, it would be anything Lynn Austin. I just love her writing style. It's easy, clever, and gripping. But novels are not really my thing. Um, you said something about spiritual leaders yes, yes. who have impacted. Um, yeah, I, firstly, I want to start with honoring my um, and the local pastor, Ivan, and the impact he had on my spiritual journey. And through him, I've learned um, a laid-back manner or way of preaching the gospel and still um, opening the realm for the spirit to move. And that has profoundly left an Mm. imprint on me and probably forever will. Because he is so practical in the way that he uses the word and still, and he's very focused on the word of God, but still has this ability to 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 bring in the Holy Spirit to just mm. freely work. Mm. Um, also, um, Sadhu Sundar Selbaraj. I don't know if, if you are familiar sure, with him. That's a mouthful. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> shows you how little I know. Anyway, tell us a little bit about him. Is it him? He is. He's a. Um, he's originally from India. Okay. That's why the, the name might be a mouthful. Um, and as a prophet. For me, it is absolutely a blessing to learn from this man because he's, he's totally out of the box, really. Okay. There's, there's no other way that I can describe him. So if there are any listeners who are acquainted with Brother Sadhu, they will know. Um, but he walks in the supernatural um, in a profound way. And just the revelation that he gets from God and the saints, it's, it's just next level. And um, I did a few courses of his, and I am in awe at how little I still understand of the depth of the Word of God. There's so many levels, and I just constantly think, Lord, when am I going to learn all this stuff? Mm. But I know it's baby steps. He also helped me a lot to understand how I see in the Spirit and how to relate to the supernatural. Um, and, And then I just realized, he is, say, famous, if I can use that word, but mm. God sends both ordinary and well-known people on our path to teach us on different levels mm. regarding 
spirit and um, relationship. And that always amazes me. Mm. Um, also, uh, two writers that I like, um, Michael Van Vlyman and Bruce Allen. Are you familiar with them? No. <laughs> I think okay. you must stop asking me now. I'm feeling Sorry. embarrassed. Okay. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm encouraging you. I'm yes, encouraging I'm writing you. it all down. I'm writing it all down. <clears throat> um, they are, for me, in leadership role, um, people who are forerunners in the supernatural realm. They are. They give amazing teachings and revelation about the deeper things mm. in the spiritual realm, like um, the connection between the spirit and quantum physics. And I don't even like science, but yeah. I am excited about quantum physics and translation and stuff like that. But, but I want to um, finish with this one. Possibly the biggest impact on my life, and I am. Um, I think I've. I've, I've lost a bit um, because I cannot sit under his teaching person to person is um, Smith Wigglesworth. Okay. I know him. I would have... Yeah, okay, great. <laughs> I would have just loved to just to, um, to walk with him and for him to teach me on one and one. Yeah. So I and read every book on him I can get. He, his zeal and his discipline and his raw faith in the Lord yes. just gets me so excited. And he probably is the, the writer who's made the biggest impact mm. on my life because he's a real tough cookie with such a gentle soul. Sure. And I just love that combination. And, um, yeah, you know what, there's so many leaders out there, so many people that have, you know, sat in God's presence and God has the Holy Spirit in them, you know, as, as, as they journeyed with God, how they've grown and their lives and what they put out there is a testimony of God's work. Um, in them and through them. And I think there's so much we can learn from these people, from these leaders and and even books. And I think sometimes it just triggers off another thought pattern. You know, um, I've read John Wimber's books on, on healing and supernatural healing. And, you know, the more you read, the more things start making sense to you, the supernatural, because sometimes the supernatural is almost the next level um, where God wants to grow you in all areas. But we we need to be led by the Spirit and open to the Spirit, um, because at the end of the day, it's the Holy Spirit that is our helper, our guide. He's the Spirit of truth. And, you know, he's the one that reveals to us the truth in all of this. So, Yasa, thank you so much for sharing this. I mean, it's a it's a big list um, that I've written down here that I can go and look into when I'm looking for a nice book to read or just something, you know, just to grow my faith. Um, tell us a little bit about, you said to me earlier on also that you have a passion for people. And um, you said you like people to step out in their true identities. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yes. Um, I just love the transformation I see in, say, for example, if someone comes to me and they are searching for, for God and searching for his things, and you know they are longing to just get to know him, but they don't know how. Mm. And you see that they are touched by the Holy Spirit. That transformation is just one of the things that really make me passionate about people because it's if he's putting his finger on them and that gold, that, pers- that person who they are supposed to be just becomes ignited. Mm. There's um, nothing more beautiful for me than seeing the Holy Spirit touch someone. Really. I just, yeah. I always, always, always just love it. And for me, that transformation leads to people becoming passionate. To know who you are. And that you are loved and that you can walk freely in that knowing. Mm. That is just setting people free to walk with the Lord in amazing new ways on different levels. And people start thinking differently. And for me, the passion is, and I really have to um, focus on sitting still at this stage because I'm getting so excited. (laughs) I, I see people changed and suddenly mm. having direction and finding their passion as you realize that God is in the 
detail and he knows our hearts and he's in every single step of the way throughout our life. And every time I'm just in awe of how God just transformed people in such a gentle yet bold way that they can never be the the old man again Mm. because God has moved in. And the thing is, what makes me passionate about this, and you cannot do this without the Holy Spirit, that no one can teach you who you are. You can read 10 books, but it will not help. Yes. It is something that you have to find and really grasp and experience for yourself. That's true. And, only you, and you can only do this with God. The Holy Spirit leads you through this journey. Um, it's a pilgrim's journey, if you will. And he shows you where, where you're heading. And when we realize our identity and start walking, and I mean passionately, when you, there's a passion that comes with realizing, we start thinking and living like heaven. We become citizens of heaven. And according to Philippians 3 verse 20, because we grasp that we are from heaven and we are citizens, coming into the kingdom of God through the grace of Jesus by accepting as Lord and Savior, that we are transformed. And we are transformed by His grace because of faith in Him and also in the renewing of our minds. Mm. Okay, and that is according to Romans 12, verse yes. 2. When this whole process starts to happen, um, and there's a, there's, a, there's a spunky song by Torin Wells. I don't know if you know about it. <laughs> no. It's called Citizen of Heaven. Okay. But it's really a, it's a spunky song. And this is for those music lovers along the, amongst the listeners who would like to listen to it. Just give it a go. Citizen of Heaven from Torin Wells. And I am passionate about people finding their passion because then they become passionate. Um, because identity is the foundation of this. Because the Father is passionate about it. When we read in um, Ephesians 1 verse, oh, I think it's 1 verse 5, that God predestined us for adoption to sonship, and sonship and identity is linked, through Jesus in accordance with his pleasure and will. And that, I think that is why I am so passionate about mm. this, because we realize through the scripture that this is the Father's pleasure. It gives him pleasure, that he mm. loves his children, and he wants you and I to sit at his table and drink from the river of his delights, And he finds pleasure in blessing us when we live from the abundance of his house. Mm -hmm. So you you can understand my passion for this. And the more I'm talking about it, the more excited I get. (laughs) And, And when people realize that God has a plan for each and every one of us, and that plan is good and positive, always. But most of us, and I'm talking here about myself before I started this journey, most of us, are, or some of us, are still waiting. We're waiting and postponing and telling mm. until things are better or things will get easier or till, till we get sorted out before we would come to the Father for redemption and yes. guidance. And this is it's actually, if you think about this, it, it's saddening because the Father's arms are always open for us. Mm. And he has a passion for his children. He wants to bless us. He wants us to come into the kingdom and just be with him. And in this, the father's position reminds me of the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15, where um, I think when the son comes back, he returns home, the father runs towards his son with outstretched arms, nice. welcoming him home, embracing him, and then and this is what's, what's the most beautiful thing for me. And he prepares a feast for the son when he comes back. Mm. So you will, we can see that the father delights in us. He's overjoyed that his sons and daughters return to him. And I think the same thing is he is overjoyed when they find their identity and pick up the passion that he's put in them and just run with it. Yes. And, what makes it difficult is sometimes we it's difficult to find our voice and find ourselves when we are so focused on world worldly things 
and the world that it wears us down. And in this, we start losing sight of what he has called us for and what he has called us to do. And even as the kids, I find where I minister, the kids and young people and even old people, whatever our age, we struggle to find our identity when we endeavor to claim it by worldly means, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, say doing hunting trophies and accomplishments, because people tend to link that to identity, and it's, it's so yeah. far from the truth. Um, where your job and your title, they think, are who they are. Um, yes. People find their worth and their voice in what kind of job they do, their status or mm. accomplishments. And that's that's just sorry to interrupt, just to add to that. I always tell people it's not what you do. It's who you belong to. God is not interested in our works. He's not interested. Nothing we can do can earn God's love, you know, or make us a better Christian or whatever. It's all about who we belong to and who and yeah. whose we are. You know what I mean? He doesn't love us for what we do. He loves us for who we are and what and who we believe in. And that is to believe in him. And yes, that is what our identity you. is. It's who we are in Christ. We are his sons and daughters. And Sorry. Yeah. Now, it's only then, I do agree, beautifully said, it's only then that we, when we realize that if we are in God and we know who we are, that we are actually good enough, that we don't need all this stuff. That's right. Um, because if the Son has set you free, you are free indeed, according mm. to John 8. Mm. And I really think, I really think someone needs to hear this today. That if the Son, if Jesus has set you free, you are free indeed. And we are called to live in an abundant life in the Lord. And we can only do this through realizing and accepting, make it not a head thing, but a heart thing. That's right. About our, about our identity, letting it cement and settle in your heart and, and then walking in it. And that walking in it is sonship. Yes. And I really want to invite you on this journey. If you haven't started with identity and knowing who you are in the Lord, start today, start now. It's a process, but it is so worth it. And people everywhere are hurting. You look at countries that are filled with people who need God, who long for him. And maybe yeah. they just need you and I to grasp our calling in the Lord and to be the one, to, be, to just be that one, to teach and uplift and to lead them to their Savior, Jesus mm. Christ. Because we are called to manifest His presence and called to be carriers of His glory. So we come from Him, so naturally we will long for Him. So go to the Father today because you can. Yes. And just ask Him. Just ask. Yeah. Now that is very powerful, Erin. Shall we take a short break and then we can come back and continue this conversation? Good, good. Okay, so I just want to tell the listeners out there, please get your pen and paper ready. I'm going to be giving Erin's details shortly after this break, so please stay tuned. This is Body Matters with Alana Willyfair. My guest is Pastor Erin Null, and we are almost at the end of our discussion of who I am, which is based on identity. So, Erin, tell us quickly, why is it important for us to know who we were created to be and to live out our God-given dream? Great. Um, identity is important. It's, it's critical because it's basically the foundation of being a son and daughter of God. And identity, um, when you start grasping identity, it goes over into living your identity, which means sonship, yes. really knowing what it means to be a son and daughter of God the Most High. And the Word says in Romans 8 verse 19, and especially in the times that we are living in, that creation is waiting in eager expectation for the manifestation of the sons of God. And manifestation is action, is action mm. something that will be seen and more importantly will have impact. And you can only have impact in the kingdom of and and pray for the kingdom of heaven to come down if you are cemented in your identity and you're living it through sonship 
And um, in Matthew 10, Jesus calls us all as, as his disciples, healing the sick, setting the captives free, raising the dead and driving out devils and sharing the gospel of peace. And we can only do this if we have our identity and we're living it through sonship and understanding who the Father is and who he has made us to be and walking in the fullness, passionately, of that. I just have to say that. So what you're actually saying is once we are rooted in our identity and we walk in the authority, that our authority will be powerful. Yes. Okay, yes. so so rooted in your identity and will give you will root you in your authority. I'm I'm just, just trying to summarize that. Yes. So yes, that's that's very powerful, I, I must say. And um yeah, just shortly before we end off with prayer, I, I just want to ask you, can you give us some testimony um of God's goodness in your life or you know, or of anyone that you've ministered to that you can share with us? Um, I'm doing short videos on Facebook regarding different things that the Holy Spirit puts on my heart. But there's this one, one woman, Sunny. It's <laughs> Sunny Ria. Um, she watched a video on prayer walking that I think it was the first one that I've done. Okay. And it was so amazing to see. And she, Sunny Ria is not super young anymore. But so I don't really know it, but we got acquainted with through these videos. And just something in prayer walking grabbed her heart because she didn't understand the concept of prayer walking. Okay. And it fell in her spirit. And at her age, at her ripe age, she took action. action. She prayer walks around her area in Cape Town for kilometers every single day. Sure, She's that's praying, amazing. She's praying and declaring God's word in her area. And I am still so deeply touched by her dedication and how, the, how, how God has just touched her and changed mm. her and changed her thinking about this whole thing. Yes. And she caught the passion and she just went for it. Wow. I was in tears. Sure. I was in tears when I saw what she, what she was doing. Um, and then another thing I just want to share. Some people are called evangelists, but I see myself as a resurrectionist. And this may be a bit bold or a bit controversial, but this is what the Lord has mm. put on my heart. And maybe for some people, this might be funny or unbelievable, but I have seen and tasted God's goodness in prayer. When a few years ago, I saw an animal, a small mouse, resurrected in front of oh, my eyes. Wow. And I am trusting the Lord now for the resurrection of people in the future. Sure. That, that is something profound that is put on my spirit. And then another thing that got me so excited about God answering prayer, he does hear, he listens, mm. is when I prayed for three family members to come into the kingdom. And on Christmas Day last year, those three family members together gave their hearts for Jesus. Oh, that is amazing. Sure, that's powerful. God is so good. Oh, and he just answers prayer. I just, I can't stretch that enough. So maybe if someone you're praying for, any listener, if, if someone prayed for you in this regard, then there's an, there's basically an onus on you to pray for someone. If you are trusting the Lord, for someone or your or a loved one to be saved, I want to encourage you, just keep on praying. Mm. For God is faithful, even if it seems impossible. For God is not a respecter of persons. Little yes. old me and little old you, even you and I, we can pray for someone's healing. We can pray for someone's salvation right where we are. I just want to finish with that encouragement. Oh. Thank you so much, Erin. That was encouraging just to listen to what God is busy doing in you and through you. And you know that God does hear prayers. Um, we don't pray in vain. God says in his word, he does hear our prayers. 
and Jad. So that is amazing. Um, Erin, I just want to quickly ask you shortly before we end off, our time is nearly up. Um, what would you like, um, you know, just explain, tell us how you would like to expand your ministry. And if anyone would like to contact you or purchase your book or just get in contact with you, where can they do that? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to finish off with my details and then I'm going to tell you about what I would like the Lord would do for my ministry. Is that, is that fine? Yes, that way around. yes. Okay. Thank you. For me, it's an almost, Lord, do with me as you please. Any direction God sees fit. But for now, it's schools. My okay. passion is that through the Holy Spirit and teaching that kids, all ages, will come to know and really live their destiny. Yes. and their identity, that they would really grasp the calling of the Father. Because we are in a nation where there are so many people who don't even know who their Father is or that they grow up without fathers. And I would really like the Father heart of God mm. to manifest over our nation and that people of kids would start walking in their identity for other children's sake being their disciples, making disciples wherever they go. Yeah. And then I have a passion for equipping the children to walk in the prophetic, being able to see and hear and taste and smell and walk in the spiritual realm because kids are so much more open to the Holy yeah, Spirit. That is so true. If you compare them to us who's got to deal with things of the adult world, but we need to give the kids guidance and the keys in this regard as they navigate through life. Um, another thing I'm doing for the first time now, I'm I'm a little bit nervous but I'm super excited. I'm I'm joining the I'm joining the Take the Nations ministry team on a mission trip to Zambia later this year, which will be my first mission trip ever. Okay. So needless to say I am I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what God is gonna do in me and with my ministry after I've been through that whole amazing experience of seeing thousands of people just giving their hearts to the Lord. Yeah. So I'm excited to see this in the next few months. Oh, that is awesome. Okay, so how, how can people contact you and, um, you know, if they want to get involved in any of what you've mentioned? Right, please do connect with me. Feel free to connect. Um, it's either my Facebook page, which is which is Erin Nell. You can send me a message on Messenger, or my YouTube channel under Erin Nell also. And then I also have a Facebook page regarding the book called VXS, and it's capital letters. Every um, every single word is, is capital letters. Or you can send me an email, Erin eight hundred. It's eight o o at hotmail.com and I look forward to hearing from you thank you Erin so if anyone wants to get hold of Erin please um, just send an email or a message I'm sure she will appreciate it Erin we are at the end and I just would like you just to end with a short prayer for us um, if you don't mind yes, thank, you. thank you thank you as we pray now, I would really like for you to make this prayer yours. This will be putting your faith in your prayer into practice, believing the scripture we pray and declaring it in faith. Father, forgive me where I have believed lies about who I am and what you have called me for. Today, I repent of unbelief and believing lies instead of your truth. Forgive me, Lord, and renew my mind with your word. I pray that the eyes of my understanding will be enlightened so I will know what is the hope of your calling, that I may walk worthy of your calling for which I have been called. I know, Lord, that I am made alive in Christ. I am God's masterpiece. I am part of the body of Christ. I am chosen and set apart. I am free. I am secure and I am uplifted. I declare, Lord, that I know I am blessed in my coming in and my going out. I am called by my name and I am engraved on the palm of your hand. I am made in the image of God and I am part of the body of Christ. I am fearfully and wonderfully made and I am worth more than rubies. I am the temple of your Holy Spirit and there's Christ in me, the hope of glory. By your stripes, Lord, I am healed and I am not Amen. forsaken. 
I am the salt of the earth and the light of the world. I am worthy and I'm a child of God and a co-heir with Christ Jesus. And I sit with Christ in heavenly places. Thank you, Lord, that I am the apple of your eye. I am protected in the shadow of your wings and that I am made new because the old things have gone and the new has come in its place. I am restored and because I believe and have faith in Christ, I am made righteous. Thank you for your truth, Father, and by faith I accept and I take it. I love you, Lord, and I thank you that you love me with an everlasting love, according to Jeremiah 31 verse 3. I believe and I pray this in faith, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Erin, for that powerful prayer. Thank you for sharing your ministry with us and your heart and your passion. And I um, wish you everything of of God's blessings of your new book that you're going to bring out. And that God will just bless your ministry and whatever you lay your hands on, may you be be absolutely blessed. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Alana. I really enjoyed this. And thank you. You were a wonderful host. I loved your input. And I just really had a fun time. Oh, that's awesome. So we'll, we'll chat again. Keep warm. And thank you so much for, for your time and for being on this program today. Thank you, Erin. And unfortunately, this is the end of my program. If you'd like to comment on this program, please go to our webpage site, Radio K Pulpit, press the WhatsApp button, write Body Matters, and then you can comment. Um, I'm so looking forward to hearing from you. And so thank you for joining me, and um, we'll meet again next Saturday, same time, same frequency, with more great conversation. From me, Alana Ulifir, have a blessed week. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.